Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Extempers Bible. We got an interview part two with Sam Pudmanaban. He's the captain of the East Ridge speech team, placed Sorry. second at Glenbrooks and several other prestigious national circuit tournaments. And most importantly of all, he's the author of a new Extemp book open to novices or anyone interested in Extemp. Sam, thanks for coming on to the show. It's a pleasure to have you. Oh, yeah. I'm really excited to be here. So, um, I think we should start out, if we, if we had to start it with the question, then it would be about your book. Can you summarize what this book's about? Yeah, definitely. So when I was starting speech last season, going into my junior year, I was kind of thinking, and I was like, hey, you know, I've got, I've had a, a privilege running from extempers uh, across Minnesota, really taught me a lot. And I was thinking, you know, I have a lot of good ideas, and I want to start writing some of them down. So I did. And basically what I did is I would like, compile my ideas and try to format in a pretty digestible way and so the book is about 30 or so pages and it really attempts to create a handbook for extemp and so i've given it to different novices and stuff that i've had on my team for the past year and kind of said hey when you're diving into extemp just look at this before you even do anything about it kind of understand like okay this is what extemp looks like and this is what it's going to be like as an event yeah that's awesome and i was reading through the book and i i really enjoyed it so it's good that you wrote that and i, and I think Another thing, too, is that a lot of extempers don't necessarily have the same financial resources to pay for an exorbitantly priced camp that's in the thousands of dollars. Definitely, definitely. So it's really nice to have those sort of resources out there. And the more resources like this we can have, the better. So thank you for that. Absolutely. And so um, on that note, then, I guess, like, what made you decide to write this book? So what made me kind of decide is I was thinking back and just kind of understanding that I wanted to make sure that when I had left, like once I graduated, I wouldn't be able to be there in person, like teach new novices. And I was like, I've got a lot of good ideas. And I know that I've talked to other teammates and stuff before we were like, oh, I should write a book. And I was like, why not? And so I just sat down one day and was like, all right, I'm just gonna start typing, kind of see where this goes. And so I just kind of threw up all the ideas onto paper and started to organize them and kind of get through and really able to transcribe a lot of information that's one technique stuff and different like skill level things that need to be learned as well as just motivational tools and perspective things because I think one of the things that not everyone has access to especially if you're a smaller program or you're a solo extemper is that you don't have the ability to kind of understand what extemp is as a mindset going into the activity and so I really wanted to highlight that before extempers started actually doing extemp and kind of say like okay here's how you should approach extent and give some sort of like mindset perspectives yeah that's really cool and i i agree i think extent is a lot about the mindset as much as it, it is about that analysis and presentation so um now correct me if i'm wrong but several people have looked over your podcast before right uh, book, yeah, yeah, a couple, a couple people have looked over it, and uh, I, I think we're getting some good response. And so my goal is to kind of like hone in the book and finish it, refine it, and then potentially start getting it around the circuit. And just like I don't know, see That's, who yeah. wants to read it. And like, even if you're like a national winning extemper, you can always still learn like new different techniques from other extempers. Yeah, and and I, I, I just love about the event because the cool thing too is like the more experienced extempers can show that book to their novices as well, and I think that teaching is one of the best ways to learn. So um, now, I, I mean, I don't want to get into like a marketing strategy, I guess, but how exactly would you want to spread this book or how exactly are you intending to get it onto a bunch of people's different hands? 
Yeah, so what I've been doing is connecting myself with different extempers across the country and just being like, hey, I wrote this book. Do you guys want to look at it and add to it? And I think it's really just like going to go from like a contagious diffusion perspective, just like word of mouth, like, okay, hey, I have this book and like just share with your teammates if you want. Like if you believe in the book and its mission, then like spread it around. And I definitely think that especially I was thinking about, I kind of revisited the book in this last week with nationals and stuff getting moved online. And I was thinking, I want to still leave my mark on the community. I don't know if I'll be able to do that competitively. So why don't I do it as a way so to create a resource that's completely free of charge and just a book written by some of the best examples on the circuit today and really ask them like, hey, what are things that you want to tell any example you can what are your kind of top tricks, uh, tips, tips and tricks, and then like get that center on the country. Cause I think that having an awesome free resource like that would be really helpful for people. Yeah. That's really cool. Cause I, I, I know like, like nationals releases out these books, but they're like over a hundred pages and it's not really as modern or relevant or getting to like the niches of extent. So that's awesome. Now you also don't just have a book, you have a website, right? It's the center for youth political analysis. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so uh, can you tell people about that? Yeah, so about a year ago, I was sitting in class, and other than always paying attention, as every student does, I was kind of thinking about, like, different uh, political issues, and more importantly, how much people don't understand pretty simple things. And not, not rather not even simple things, but just the complex issues that we deal with in the everyday media. So for example, when net neutrality was a big topic of debate, I remember a lot of classmates really struggling to understand what that looks like, but even more importantly, how that affects them. So I started the Center for Youth Political Analysis as a way to kind of make headlines simple and to better understand and synthesize complex political topics so the average high schooler can understand them. So we've taken a bunch of different topics ranging from electoral analysis in the United States to the political situation in India with the BJP and taken them from a speech and debate kind of perspective and explained them in simple English. So all of our articles are written in pretty simple English. They're not written in super high level wording. It's just a pretty simple statement that people are trying to make. And so everything is the goal is that the average high schooler should be able to read and understand the, the news. So that's awesome. So from my understanding, then, this isn't just a tool for extempers. This is a tool for any high schooler, like a debater, someone who doesn't even Absolutely. involved in. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. So can you, what's and the so URL I, I, for that yeah. for the audience? Uh, so the, URL, the URL is cfypa.weebly.com. And so it is, it is a small startup, but the, the goal is to really get that out there in the next couple of months. Awesome. And if anyone's interested, is there a way that they can reach out to you and hopefully become a staff writer? Uh, definitely, yeah. So you can email me at samuelpudmanabin at gmail.com. And then also you could DM me on Instagram. The handle is samspudmanabin. Yeah. That's, you got to plug yeah, the so Instagram. Yeah, just kind of go for it. And honestly, like, if you like, find a way to reach out to me, and I will definitely consider we're always looking for more staff writers. Awesome. So now we're going to move on to you personally as an extemper in a way from some of those things. So we'll start out then. Um, why exactly did you want to join Extemp above like those other activities? Yeah, definitely. So I kind of always knew that I was going to do some sort of speech or debate activity. I didn't really understand the difference between the two until I got to freshman year. And so I was on the debate team and on the debate team, like people will talk about speech, right? They kind of pick the top debate and they're like, hey, you should audition for speech. And I remember one of the categories people would always talk about 
was extend. And I didn't really understand it very much. I was like, this seems like a ton of work. And yeah. one of my friends who'd been a PF was like, yeah, got a file back when we had to hand file before um, open prep and stuff. And he was like, I got to file a hundred articles a week. It's ridiculous. And I'm like, yeah, that does not sound fun. But then I remember going to the speech showcase and kind of seeing some extempers. I remember when they called all the extempers on stage. There's one extemper in particular, Kevin B. And he was just like up there and he was just talking off the cuff and just, it was so put together and it blew me away. And I was like, that's it. This, this is what I want to do. So I auditioned for extemp speaking and I got on and I was, I was nice. so happy. And I really just, I was so impressed with what extempers could do. And I'm like, I want to do that. Yeah. And I feel you because like, when someone describes extemp to a person who has no prior knowledge of it, it's like, oh, you have 30 minutes to write, prepare, and memorize a speech. And back in like two years ago, you didn't even, you weren't even allowed to use the internet. So I can see how that might sound scary until you actually see someone do it. And it's like, definitely, except wow. is, is a crazy event. So on that note, then, when we talk about these inspiring people in extemp, like Kevin B, and for me, it was people like Tanner Jones and Dylan Adelman and Dylan Slinger. Do you have one extemper that comes to mind that was really like motivating for you? One extemper? Um, I don't know if I can narrow it down to just one extemper. Uh, Kevin definitely is like the closest because he was personally the one who taught me everything I know about extemp. And, and uh, for those so, who don't know, uh, Kevin, can you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Kevin B was a Minnesota extemper and a pretty nationally competitive extemper uh, about like four years ago. And so he uh like finaled a lot state uh, was finaling every weekend locally uh competed extensively nationally uh got second at the harvard tournament his senior year top seven or ten at nats and so definitely he was a nationally competitive extemper and just seeing his work ethic and the way that he approached the event was incredible and i definitely thought that he was a really inspiring extemper to look to, look up to uh, i think i also want another extemper i know is kind of deviating from the question but Definitely Olivia Shoemaker from Lakeville North. Yeah, so she's really inspiring. Going, growing up on the Minnesota circuit, you kind of saw, I saw a lot of good extempers. And I remember my freshman year, I'd argue the Minnesota circuit was at one of its stronger points with uh, Alicia Zhang, Kevin B., Olivia Shoemaker, and a couple of different extempers from across the state. And it was a ridiculous time. And I remember watching Olivia Shoemaker in state finals her senior year, and I was like completely blown away because – she was able to humanize it and make it, okay, cool. Here's a really complex international issue, but here's why random parent judge or coach judge or person who's been in the speech and debate community for 30 years, why you should all care about it. Yeah. And really being able to relate to people on an emotional level in an extent speech was really, really impressive. That, yeah, I, I agree. That, that's like a hallmark characteristic of a successful extemper. And I think everyone from Minnesota has has a story with Olivia Shoemaker or has heard about Olivia Shoemaker. Like, I'm sure she doesn't know who I am, but a lot of Edina extempers have told me about her. And there was this one particularly controversial question about abortion and the, should it be legal or not? And what she did was she had this nuanced analysis that didn't approach abortions legalization from a ethicality standpoint, but more so from a practicality one. And a one that really was like able to shock even those who perhaps more socially conservative and get them to view things through a different lens. And so I think regardless of your political affiliation, if you are able to do that and get judge, the judge to like view it through that lens, that's really impressive. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Olivia was definitely one of those extempers 
who took the event to the next level. So, um, you've done XTEM for how many years now? Uh, so I have, I guess, not ended, but my senior season just ended, so that would make four years. Awesome. And over those four years, then, you've probably accumulated a lot of knowledge. If you had to have the three most important and helpful pieces of advice, what would they be and why? Okay, three most important pieces of advice. I think that the first piece of advice is understanding that extemp is a lot of work. And uh, this has definitely shifted as the event has changed. But really, if you want to be locally competitive and even nationally competitive, you need to work really hard. And it's a lot of focusing on giving practice speeches and just putting in the work hours. Because when you come down to it, extemp really just is a grind. You need to just get things done. You need to read a yeah, lot. I agree. You need to understand things. You need to give a lot of speeches. And understanding that first, like, extemp is just really a grind and being okay with that. And the, the thing is, too, is with the, the advent of open prep and internet usage, I've seen a lot of people who just lost all of their motivation to file and give those sort of speeches because they just use that as an excuse for everything now, and it's a bit disappointing. Yeah, and I, I think it's definitely a big mistake that people are making because one of the things that I realized is that open prep was really instituted in my junior year, and so after I'd kind of had two years of there is no alternative to not file, and really understanding that open prep is not going to take a bad extemper and make them a good extemper. It just makes the good extempers better. And because yeah. it just really, like, it makes things easier, but you still need to be able to, like, open prep is not going to help you when you're giving a speech. Yeah, and I I said this on the last podcast too, but it was the Blake Extemp Round Robin in two years ago, so I was in uh, ninth grade, and um, Christopher McDonald, who's the coach of several national champions and the head coach of speech and debate, I think, at Egan, he uh, said, head coach of "Debate, yeah, yeah," and um, he he said that basically. If you are coming into this speech round and let's say you're only banking on open prep, you already have one foot in the grave, right? Open prep allows for those good extempers, as you said, to become great extempers. It allows for you to search up those quick facts. So you're not just this random fact book that has knowledge of all these statistics, but like the fundamental knowledge, the complex understanding of a political situation, like in Afghanistan, for example, that requires extensive research, not 30 minutes. So... Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, let's move on then. So someone who's competed for four years, then you've probably been to a lot of tournaments. What's yes. been your favorite and most memorable tournament experience and why? I think, uh, can, can I give two tournament experiences? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. So I, I think like the, one of the most memorable tournaments will always be, so Glenbrook's this year. Uh, it was my first time going to Glenbrooks, and I wasn't really sure what to expect. And obviously, you know, the clout of Glenbrooks is everywhere. Everyone knows, yeah. okay, Glenbrooks is a ridiculous tournament. And so I went in, and I really wanted to do well, but I wasn't really sure what doing well was going to look like. And so, you know, it was the first tournament of the season. It was uh, the weekend before finals, so I was really like, okay, I'm going to just go in and do my best. And I definitely remember, like, going into the tournament and just – feeling really good about my rounds and I ended up doing pretty well at Glenbrooks and it was just a good experience for me because I was like okay I had a lot of fun and I really learned a lot about the event yeah and you just didn't you didn't do just pretty well you got second place at a national circuit tournament which is super competitive so yeah and what was the other tournament then and so I think I think the other one that I'm going to go back and forth is Nats 2019 
or that was an experience yeah harvard my sophomore year so nats was really like quarterfinaling at nationals proved to me like hey i can be competitive at this event and it was really like a good experience for me because i had a good local season and i was thinking like okay i I think i have what it takes to be competitive on the national circuit but i really think that harvard sophomore year was a really big eye-opener experience so I went to Harvard, and I really just wanted to break to the first out round. And I, I didn't make the cut by a long shot, right? I was a pretty terrible sophomore, except for my sophomore year. But I remember watching my teammate Alex Yang break, and his mentality was, okay, it doesn't matter if I had a bad round or a good round last round. Each round is independent on its own. And so we just walked in everyone and said, okay, I'm going to do my best this round, and if I break, great. If I don't break, I don't break. And I remember just watching him carry this mentality through like round after round eventually when he made it to finals I was like so shocked because Alex is one of those extempers who really was like I don't care how I do necessarily I just want at the end of the day be able to have said I put my best foot forward and that's a good philosophy yeah and it definitely he was not results-based but rather I want to do my best and if my best is not breaking then so be it if my best is winning then so be it I definitely thought it was a great yeah and, and I think too though even if you do care about results, if you put in the hard work and you do your best, then the results will follow. Definitely, definitely. All right, and do you want to elaborate on your Nationals experience at all? Yeah, yeah. so Nationals is just a lot of fun. Um, I know a lot of extempers from Minnesota, we all just had a lot of fun in Nationals, you know, yeah. like watching rounds and just talking and hanging out. And, and so the I thought scooters, it was a, line. a lot of fun. Yeah. So I, thought it, I thought it was really a good amount of fun, but I think another really big thing is it just that finding out that first break round and just seeing Octa's postings go up and seeing my code on there and be like, Oh, like, Oh, I, yeah. I, can <laughs> and I remember like freaking out the night before. I'm like, I don't know what, what's going to happen, but just there's such a sense of relief. It was like, I, yeah, I feel great you. ending to a good season. And, and they post breaks in the most infuriating way. Oh, basically there's this big banner and they drop it down and you just see a bunch of sweaty speech and debate kids all huddled up together and you you have to look for a number code and sometimes there are like 64 other people in like the right and so you're just looking and looking so um all right so we'll wrap it up with one or two more questions then um so let's think we talked about oh here's a good one so do you have any big regrets from your extemp career like times that you wish oh I did this and like you know or I should have tried more at this tournament or I should have tried this opportunity or I should have practiced more or something hmm um I'm definitely gonna say that I think I think my biggest regret was just sophomore season in general because the way that I was approaching extemp was just toxic. Like, I wasn't there because I enjoyed the event. I was there because I wanted to accumulate trophies. I was chasing clout. Yeah. And I really just, I hated extemp sophomore year. I actually almost quit speech after sophomore year. And I really, I was just really hating everything. And it wasn't until the end of the year when my category leader and captain was like, this needs to stop. Like, you don't understand how much you're running yourself into the ground chasing something that is not is like impossible to catch like you can't like be a perfect extemper and so definitely like sophomore year extemp is just a big regret 
and I think I think one of my regrets is always just going to be never being able to break at the Harvard tournament. Uh, I, I went three times, and definitely like this this last year, it definitely stung a little bit because it was one bad prelim rank that dropped me. And you know, I I'm looking back on it, and I definitely I don't I still don't really know what I could have done to have changed that six into a three or a two even. Yeah. But I definitely will always, I think, regret not breaking at the tournament and just wondering, like, if I'd given one more practice each night before, would that have changed things? But I think even still, overall, my mentality has really shifted. And, like, when all is said and done, I'm not going to really remember the individual rounds that happened or the trophies or the placements. But I'm really just going to remember, like, the cool places that I've been, the fun things that I've done, and the people that I've met. On, yeah, honestly, you couldn't be speaking a greater truth. So first off, I just want to say I'm happy you stuck with speech, dude. Because otherwise, I don't think I would have met you. We wouldn't have talked yeah, and became yeah. great friends. And um, But yeah, like when I look back at speech, like when I look back at my Nationals experience, I don't remember the rounds. I don't remember the speeches I gave. I remember the experiences with my friends. Yeah. I remember going on those Lime scooters like mm-hmm. two miles past where our hotel venue was and eating out at all these eccentric fun places or driving over an hour to get barbecue because my coach was hell bent on getting it. It's those sorts of experiences that stick with you. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I want to wrap up with one last question then. So for all the people who are interested in reading your book, all the fresh faced extempers, all the experienced veteran extempers who want to spread this book, where can we find it if we are interested? So what I'm planning on doing is I still like I don't I don't have a straight answer for you yet. My goal is to finish the book, and then once I'm finished with it, I'm gonna basically just like start distributing it like in a PDF format to as many extempers as I know. I'm like, hey, I wrote this. Check it out. Like, I think that's the best way for me to do this. If I find a better way, I'm I could potentially like post on our website or come up with a a better way of delivering the book but i think like that's currently where we're at and then obviously I'll, I'll let you know if something changes yeah that sounds great well anyways through everyone tuning in thanks for listening to this episode of the extempers bible we're here with sam Pudmanabhan. um check out his website on weebly you can also check out his book he'll be distributing that to a lot of people if you want it he provided his contact information earlier sam thanks for being on the podcast course, it means a lot dude Make sure to tune in for next episode of the Extempers Bible, and hopefully we have you on it. Sounds good.